All right, welcome to Speak Your Peace Podcast. My name is Ian McNaughton, Big E here, uh, with SYP creator Scott Conkett. Scott, how are you tonight? Hey, doing well. Canucks game is on. It's 3 nothing nights as we speak. Um, we're going to do a pod here kind of in between in between whistles, and we'll give you guys some live-action feed of the game. So it's There's five minutes left. Yeah, five minutes left. 3 nothing Ooh, nights. Markstrom let, let in a weak goal over his shoulder. Hot take. That's a hot, that was a nice shot. That was, <laughs> that was, a, nice that shot. was a nice shot by that, Stoner. That was... Markstrom couldn't do anything about that one. Uh, I thought for a while there, um, Scott, that you were sitting with uh, in a nude. You just had your shirt with uh, uh, shorts on, and you were in a blanket. It was kind of awkward. But I'm kind of awkward. Um, that's why I do a podcast to get out of my get out my awkwardness. Get out your awkwardness. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so this week, uh, sports were off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Essentially, the last three days. Depends on the league, but yeah, more or less, yeah. Well, baseball, they just play for the fun of it. I, yeah. <laughs> I think they should have halted. I, you know, personally, I think uh, what the NBA and the NHL did a day late, albeit yeah, what the NBA did was awesome. They and I think Ian and I've talked about this. The NBA has been so good with the the whole movement of the Black Lives Matter, and yeah, I think that's been an ending racism, obviously, and I think that's a big a big thing the NBA is doing as one of the more I don't want to say important, but more like like inspirational leagues around. I think the NBA has a massive influence on like on a global scale. And I think that's what people see. And I think it's really cool that how they're doing it, and how everything's been done in the NBA, for sure. Um, the NHL, uh, I saw someone somebody was joking this week that the NHL is pretty much the all-lives-matter league, that the NHL can't get their shit together. And that's true to some certain extent. I get that the NHL, because they've been doing, since they've done Return to Play, their, you know, hashtag has been hashtag we skate for, and then just put whatever afterwards. Yeah. Where... I mean, I get it. It's just there's so much more that can be done. Like it's it feels like one step forward and two steps back with the NHL. Like they like they take they stumble forward. They can't figure it all out. Yeah, you know, I agree with you there. And I think again, were they a day late to the party? Maybe, but I think what they eventually. I think you know people are are you know all over the NHL. Like oh, like you know you know followers are not leaders. But at least they did something. At least they didn't sit sit back and do nothing. I think that's something that people need to really focus on, and they need to appreciate and understand that the NHL cares about. I mean, I you know, black lives, but essentially all lives because it's not just black lives that matter. It's all lives that matter. Well, with well with the NHL, well every life matters. It's just right now black lives matter than most. Just because in the the United States, and part of it is that the NHL, like they talked about it in the intermission with Zach Whitecloud. Yeah. They were interviewing who's like he's from the um, Sioux Reservation in Manitoba, in Manitoba yeah. so it's like obviously you're trying to you know make sure that they feel included. Yeah. Because um, who is it else? Um, Ethan Bear, Edmonton Oilers D man, in their yeah. exhibition game against Calgary, uh, he wore I, I I'm sorry I can't remember what the um, First Nations community language his First Nation name his name in, in the First Nations language in Saskatchewan that I believe he was from but I can't remember what the name of that um, community was I believe was. it was Ojibwa I believe it that, was that yeah. could t- do- totally be possible um, so but we got ho- hockey is back at least for a few more days it'll be interesting to see how this Ethan Bear's Creek 
Cree. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, it'll be interesting to see how hockey and sports come back together after a few days off. We're focusing yeah. more on the hockey thing just because it's a bit easier right yeah. now with with, with you because you like the basketball thing. I haven't been paying attention to basketball yeah. myself personally. Um, and again, there's other SYP experts more geared towards basketball and hockey. Yeah, obviously, as many people know, it's my big thing. And um, again, you know, it's great hockey. I mean, I think the NBA is back on tomorrow. They were on today. They were on today. Okay, so they were on yeah, today. Um, they were on, they were on today. We're recording this um, quarter twenty after nine on Saturday, yeah. August 29th. The Canucks game is still on. Just, uh, just as what a, are they at? Two forty-seven yeah, left. Three minutes left in the game. Three nothing Golden Knights. So we'll see if the Canucks can. Uh, Pull something out and get a few goals here. Maybe get some some momentum going. I, I highly doubt this. Uh, I think it was. I, I think I said it before the stone goal where it's like I think three is three the, nothing the, is the, the cap. Is yeah. the nail in the coffin. Leonard's been so good in the game today. He's made some unreal stuff. It's it's really inter- now we're gonna get into the hockey talk. It's been really interesting. It's been really interesting in this series where in game one, Vegas basically just destroyed Vancouver. Um, five, it was five nothing with the final score. Vancouver got punched in the face. Vancouver got punched in the face in game one. They weren't expecting the Golden Knights to come out with the speed and physicality they did. I, I, well, I think people it. also expected Vancouver to come out a bit better. That's true as well. Yeah. But but Vancouver got punched in the face in game one. Yep. They came back in game two and they looked really good in game two. Great in game two. And they had an extended break because uh, it's Saturday and they last played on Tuesday, I believe it was. And yeah, yep, Tuesday. And so. Tonight, the Canucks have had their opportunities. I don't. I said earlier, I, before the podcast, I didn't think they had any great opportunities tonight. Right. But you know, they had their opportunities. Yeah, I think that you missed a few, you know, a few shots in the second period. They had some good chances. Detcher almost snuck one through, and like just again, you're right. And letters been good, but the Canucks haven't had any glorious chances where they could have scored. The Knights have been pretty solid today. So and with the Canucks too, it's it's. I think they're be- like they they can take this to six or seven games. Oh, absolutely! Like I I think they have a chance to win the series. I they have a chance to win the series that. too, um, but like you say, they can't get down three one. Like they have they have to win game four. They gotta win this weekend at least once. Yeah, they have to win today or, or tomorrow, and it's looking like oh, is that, that the MDN? No, it's in. no, it's a nice icing. Uh, with one thirty, one twenty nine, one thirty. Um, yeah, they have to win tomorrow if they wanna. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, the other game going on, two ga- two other games on today. Tampa Bay played Boston this morning. Tampa Bay won. Won that 3-1. Let me just say. Was it 3-1? Three, was, did, three, one, was that the final I score? It was 3-1. Didn't Tampa beat Boston like 7-1? Something like that. It's Something ridiculous. Absurd, yeah. It's, it's funny because in in this, yeah, 3-1 today was the final score. So you got that right. Um, it's funny in this series, I find that. Tampa Bay has been playing more, even though they won seven one the other day. Tampa Bay has been playing more of a Boston style, like a physical kind of game, yeah. heavy game, like t- just tough to go up against. Yeah. While Boston's been playing more of a Tampa game that we would suspect of like, finesse play to skill their, to their level, yeah. And it's speed, yeah. and I think that's why Tampa's up three one. Not to say yeah. Boston, like the series is over, Boston could come back and they win this. Halak yeah. has not been very good uh, these last. I few think games. the loss of Horvat has. Uh, they have never. They're not gonna say. Halak's a good goalie, but Horvat. No, uh, Halak. Oh, Halak. For Boston, yeah. The fact, or sorry, no. The fact they lost Rask. Rask. Yeah, not not Horvat. Sorry. Um. Yeah, the loss of Tuka Rask has been pivotal. I mean, it's kind of obvious, but again, Halak's not Tuka Rask. Tuka can kind of 
steal games from from teams, whereas Halak can't quite do that. They need a whole effort from the Bruin, like from the team themselves. And I mean, you saw it last year against Columbus, right? You know, Halak stole. I think personally, I think stole that series. Yeah. From Columbus, Columbus was a better team, but it, like uh, again, uh, that's a big loss. I, I want to talk about them later on, about teams that have been eliminated later on, but. Uh, Boston have Boston's had a weird return to play because Boston yeah. did not look very good in the round robin. They 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 did not look well, very they good. The, they were the four. They lost all three games. They, they lost the all three season. games. Yeah. But then they came back and they, they beat, beat Carolina, Carolina. In, in five. But also Shvetchikov was injured and he was out for the rest of the postseason. So he that was, was a, that was a key loss. that was a key loss for Carolina. Yeah. But then Boston it's now down three one. And I don't know if yeah. they play. I don't know if they play tomorrow or Tuesday. I think they play well, yeah. But this has been a weird return to play for Boston, and they got Tory Tory Krug, who's a UFA after this year, and and Chara too. Not to say that Chara is going to go anywhere, but some big decisions definitely. I think haven't the Bruins been without Post or not? They're without him for. He's been, he's been he's back. He's but back he, now, yeah. But he has been injured. Right. Yeah. So that that that's interesting too. Um, Tampa should finish that. I guess we're both thinking Tampa Bay is going to finish that off. I think so. I think Tampa is a better team there, and I think they'll. I'm interested to see who they're going to play coming out of the next series. I think that's going to be. So let's get into that next series. Uh, the other well, the other the other Eastern series is Philadelphia and the New York Islanders, an old Patrick division rivalry. Yeah. Uh, the Islanders won tonight, three one, yeah. against the Philadelphia Flyers. Yeah. The series is now two one for the Islanders. Um, you know, I, like, joke, again, joke, I say this on every hockey pod we do now, but it's like, jokingly, it's like, I said last year the Stars were going to play the Islanders in this year's finals because that's how the fucking NHL works. Works, And the Islanders are actually, like, a a, a contending team. They're looking good. I gotta tell you, they're, they're gonna be... Like, I knew they were good, but I didn't think they were, like, as I didn't think they'd be as competent as they are now. Right. Right. Well, part, well, part part of that is you have Semyon Varlamov is actually turning into a bit of an uh, an underrated story. Like you have to give him. Sorry. I think the thing. I mean, I've said this before to a few people. I think the thing with the Islanders is that you remember who their coach is, Barry Trotz. Yeah. No, for, you know, Stanley Cup champion Barry Trotz, and I think he he's got that team so well coached, and they've really done some good things on the Long Island, and um, they they have four lines, all of them can play. They're all solid, and their decor is pretty solid. I think they're look out, and Bar- Barzell is a superstar. Barzell is a superstar. I, no I have been, that. I have been, I didn't watch tonight's game, but I have been more entertained like watching the highlights, watching Barzell every time I see him. Like yeah. I, I am like more intrigued with this guy every time I He's watch. He's electric. Him. He's electric, yeah. and and. Is he it, ever? It's kind of too. In a way, it's kind of too bad that he's not on like a Toronto team where it's a high skill, like because he could put up a hundred points a year, but he's not going yeah. to on the Islanders, unfortunately. Because of the system they play, so, yeah. That's you know the thing about that. I think that's really unique. Is when you look at a t- someone like Jonathan Taves, he he hasn't really ever put up more than eighty points in a year, but. He has three cup. He has three rings. Oh yeah, it's all about the winning. Like the system, the system right. will will winning. And I'm sure if you ask Barzell, he would rather have like three three cups. Three cups. Three Art Ross Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um, although we have to give credit to at least my guy Kata Hot, uh, with the Philadelphia Flyers. It's not surprising to see him 
for myself, it's not surprising seeing him do this well, even though he had a tough night tonight against the Islanders. Um, yeah. You know, they, I, I, I'm almost willing to make the hot take that whoever wins this islanders Flyer series is going to go to the Cup. I think it'll be Tampa or Boston, I, whoever comes yeah. to the series. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. I think there's some real validity to that, I think. Yeah, the... The Flyers have less of a chance against Tampa. I think the Islanders can actually lock down the Lightning and really put a stop to their offensive attack. What's fascinating is that the Fly this this is the biggest challenge the Flyers have faced so far. Because I mean they they swept the return to play like they won it all in three games. They won really? all three yeah, games. That's true. Montreal was a bit of a challenge, but they got they managed Montreal and they yeah, got by that. And now they're like behind for the first time in this return to play. Oh, absolutely. So they will have their work cut out for them. I don't know if game four for them is tomorrow or Monday or whenever. But okay. the Flyers and Islanders is going to be a really fascinating series to see how that come, you know, how that finishes. Scott Lawton been a really good player offensively for the Flyers. Their defense is tremendous. Yeah, um, Claude, Claude Giroux needs to step it up a bit as well. But, I think the Flyers' top line needs to step it up. I, I haven't really been impressed with Couturier, Giroud, and Voracek. Like, the other guys, Konechny's been good, Hayes has been good. Yeah. But And obviously you said Lawton as well, but I think they just need to step it up. Um, just all around, right? I think that's a better effort from the forwards is definitely required. So then we, we'll switch it back. To, we'll run it back to the Western Conference where the Colorado Avalanche are down two games to one to the Dallas Stars. Again, Dallas Stars, my team out of the West, are up two games on the Colorado Avalanche. It's really just Nate McKinnon, Kale McCarr versus the Dallas Stars. That's really what this series is coming down to, it feels like. Um, Grubauer, I don't think, is healthy entirely. Um, I don't, because he got hurt last week. I don't know if he came back. I'm not sure. He did. Yeah, Frank Hoos, it's... Oh, yeah. Grubauer's in the net. There's some screaming folks in the background here. You gonna go tell them off? Should I go with my hockey stick? And yeah. Go, just yell at them? Yeah. No. We, we can pause the pod for you. No, no, no. Let's, let's, let's run it. If they get annoying, then we'll, uh... Then you're gonna go outside and you're just gonna Karen them to get off my lawn. No, I won't Karen Okay. I'll, I'll be nice. Uh, I'll Kale, be nice to them. Kale McCarr, Nate McKinnon versus the Dallas Stars. That's how I feel. Dallas has actually played up pretty better than I thought too. Kind of the same with the Islanders. Like they've they've played better than I thought they were. Like I think the thing with Dallas is people people always sleep on the Stars because of their lack of playoff success throughout the years. And I believe this this year they've got some forward depth and some kind of some veteran experience guys. Pavelski, Perry, um, Radulov obviously have been playing really well and. Um, some again, Dallas is a good mix of the young, some young guns like your Gurionov, your Hints, your like some of the younger guys. Heiskanen, yeah, Heiskanen. Let's talk about him later. Um, like some some of the younger forwards, Gurionov. I said before, um, those guys have been really good, and Pavelski's been awesome. And the first line's produced. I think for the Stars, if Sagan and Ben are going, then the team's going. I think that's kind of the bottom line with that. That's the key with the Dallas Stars. And they they have been these playoffs so far, and I think it's been fun to watch. So, do the Stars hold on in their series? Yes, I think they win. You think so they win? The, there's a schedule. Okay, so tomorrow the Stars play the Avalanche at 3 o'clock. Islanders, Flyers, Canucks, uh, Knights. 
Cool. Cool. Um, you think the stars will hold on? I have to go with the stars because I said the stars are going to go to the cup. In the cup, yeah. Uh, Flyers, Islanders, are are you banking with the Philadelphia Flyers? Or are you going to go with the Islanders? I hate to do it to Carter Hurt, but I think the well, the Islanders only picked to win the cup too. So I I only say you only say that because. I picked the That's Islanders. not why. That is why. We'll agree to disagree on that. All um, right. Fair, fair enough. Hey, fair enough. Anyways, we both picked the Islanders to win the cup. Um, Ian said Stars Islanders. I didn't say the Stars would make the final for sure, but I said um, the Islanders would, would win the cup anyways. Um, I have the Islanders winning probably in six games. Against the Flyers? Against the Flyers, yeah. And then uh, Tampa Boston? Uh, I'm thinking Tampa. I think it's going to be a Tampa... I Well, I really... <sighs> You know, I'll I'll say Philly wins. I'm gonna even though it's gonna ruin my entire being right, which sucks because I like being right. But um, I'm gonna say Philly will come back and and win. You know, it's like you say they gotta get the top line going. Yeah, they can't have their depth scoring all the goals. It's nice, but you can't have the depth. Like it was kind of like Vancouver for a while there, where like yeah. where like the depth was getting most of the goals. It's like okay, but where's Besser? Where's Petey? Where's and then Petey broke out in game two. Yeah, but it went off in game two. But it's just kind of like with Philadelphia. I like their defense. Obviously, I love the goaltending. Um, you know, if Giroux or Voracek or Kutcher or somebody can get it going. Yeah, in, in the next game, and just start and, and, and you know create a spark, just something to get the Flyers going again. They have a great team and they've been good so far in the playoffs. They just need to get their top line, their top line going because they haven't really faced the you know the Canadians are good, but they're not they're nothing compared to the the Islanders right now. No. They're way deeper, way better, way like way better defensively. Defensive better team, better so. scheme. Yeah, better defensive scheme. And I think that's been making a big difference and that's why the, the Flyers have kind of been getting shut down. So then the Vegas Golden Knights won game three tonight. That series is 2-1. Uh, are you you're going to go with Vegas to finish it off in, in, at some point? At some point. It's I, like Ian and I were talking about earlier like um, the Canucks have every chance to win the series and again they got to play the way they did game five against St. Louis and in game two if they do that every game, I think they have a real shot at winning the series. Unfortunately, I just think the Knights are just—I think they're too good and they're too fast, too physical. The Canucks will have their time. They'll win a cup in the next year, but I don't think this is the year. So, I have the Knights gonna—I have the Knights in seven. All right, I have them in six, and it's a close. Si- like it's a these games, the, the, it's yeah. a like I don't know if you want to call this series close because it was five nothing in game one. It was five two in game two for Vancouver. Yeah, and now it's three nothing tonight. But tonight was different because the two goals were kind of weird. The Canucks dominated the play in the first period. They could have easily had two goals right right there. So again, it's just yeah, it's really hard to say. We're watching highlights of Bruxelles, uh, chirping flurry and. Uh, I think Roussel is way out of his league trying to go up against Reeves. Like they don't, they don't have an answer for Reeves. They don't. And again, I appreciate. I appreciate. I, I should say I appreciate Roussel trying. Someone's got to try. Someone's trying. Yeah. Didn't mean to cut you off there, but I appreciate That's Roussel. Okay. I, I appreciate Roussel trying to at least create something. Yeah. So I mean, someone's got to do it, and I think again, he's he's a big guy, heavy, just a heavy player. 
hard to do anything against, really. So, the fact that at least someone's trying. And again, you're right. I think the issue isn't Reeves. I think the issue is more just the whole team of, against the... Like, yeah, this is the mop breakaway that could have very easily been a goal. But, yeah, the, the Knights will be good. What about Colorado-Dallas? Who's you pick there? Oh, I'm going to go with Dallas. Dallas I'll, say da- I'll, say, I, I'll say Dallas in seven. Um, okay. I, I'm going to say Dallas. I, I think it's Dallas-Vegas. I just think Dallas, they play better team skill. And I've always wanted to see Alexander Radulov in the cup. Like, that's what That'd I would. That would be cool. Would yeah. it be cool? Is there really much of a fan base for Alex Radulov? I don't know, but I, I think, again, you know, for hockey people, I think they have an appreciation for what he does. He's a, I think, you know, for some fans that have seen some some older, some historic games, he reminds me a lot of Esatikinen from the Oilers. Kind of that, you know, big body, can has some skill, has some bite to his game. I think he's just really, really a solid player, and he's a big part of that team. All right, well, that's the playoff part of this uh we're gonna take a break and then we're going to discuss a little bit of free agency i think and maybe a little draft and some teams who have been eliminated we'll be right back after this break yeah all right we're back so i got three trades i want to propose to scott right now and scott has to pick the one that's least likely gonna least likely to happen least likely to happen um ethan bear in the 14th overall pick from edmonton to detroit for their fourth overall pick okay the Toronto Maple Leafs could trade William Nylander to Detroit. Just William Nylander. Nothing else. Just Nylander for the fourth overall pick. Straight up. Straight up. Or okay. uh, Dubois. No. Uh, pardon me. Corpusalo and their first round. Not Dubois. Dubois is going to get re-signed. Dubois, um, and Columbus's first for Four. Ottawa's first. And third overall. So the third overall pick. Okay. Third so overall. Seven, eight, yeah, okay. What's the least likely? What's the happen? least likely of all those trades that? Of course, I have to include Detroit in two of these because the Corpusalo pick is the least likely. Yeah, that that's the trade least likely to happen. I think, I don't think Bears gonna get traded either, but I think he's more likely to get traded than Corpusalo because Corpusalo was their the Columbus's playoff, playoff goalie for the most part. Um, the Nylander trade, I actually do see that happening. I see. Maybe not to Detroit, but I see Nylander definitely getting shipped out of Toronto. Just cap issues. Just cap issues galore in Toronto. Let me go through each one of these trades and why I thought these. So Edmonton um, has the 14th overall pick. Yes. They have to re-sign Ethan Bear. He's an RFA this year. He's mm-hmm. going to get $3 million. Probably three or four. Yeah. Three or four. They trade the 14th overall pick so they can go get a high pick at four and probably draft Jamie Drysdale. They may take a winner or a winger, maybe a winner in Cole Perfetti, but he they could take a winger in Perfetti and, you know, do something with him. But I would think they would go with a Jamie Drysdale and pair Drysdale Nurse together. That's my reasoning for Bear 14th to Detroit, excuse me, to Detroit for the 4th overall pick. Okay. William Nylander to Detroit for the 4th overall pick. I made these trades without thinking of Detroit, like just thinking from the Edmonton-Toronto perspective. Right. With the Toronto perspective, Nylander is the guy that's going to go. He's oh, too much, he, and he he's just the odd man out. Yeah. And you can send him to Detroit who can take his cap. He's got a yeah. he's got $7 million, I think, a year in cap hit. Right. And they get the fourth overall pick. I don't know if they can get the third or the second 
Like, I don't think that L.A. Or, or Ottawa would be willing to do it. I think Detroit might be willing to give up the fourth for Nylander. But in your division, that's the thing. That's, that's the thing, too, right? That's yeah. a tough one. That's a tough one. And Nylander, you can, put, you, you can put Nylander on the first line with Manta and Larkin. Yeah, put him on the wing. That would be pretty scary. You don't want Nylander as a center. You saw that He's in Game winger. 5. He's, He's a, a winger. Um... Yeah, I think that's Nylander to Detroit makes quite a bit of sense. It's just like you say, yeah. the in division and fourth overall. Like you have to, the problem with Nylander, you have to kind of trade him for pennies on the dollar. And Detroit's, you know, if they are willing to give up the fourth overall pick, yeah. if they think that Nylander's better than Drysdale or Perfetti, Which I don't or, know if Detroit is. That's the only that's thing. the thing. I don't know that they are either. They I think really... I think fourth overall is going to surprise some people. And with who gets picked? With or... who gets picked? Well, um, yeah, the top three I think is pretty like. You kind of know who the top three the is. The top three is set. In what, whatever order, we don't know, but the top three is set. It's pretty set, yeah. Um, the Corpus Salo and Columbus's first for Ottawa's third overall pick. Maybe they could do the fifth overall pick, too. But Columbus has quite a bit of goaltending depth, and I don't know what... Maybe Elvis, they could trade Elvis as well. But yeah. Corpus Salo... Really good goaltender. I think they're going to have to re-sign both. I think they're both... Corpusello and Elvis are on entry level deals. I could be wrong. I'd have to fact check that. Um, but they get Elvis they, is for sure. Columb- sure Columbus has some goaltender depth in this system that they might bring up in the next couple years here. Yeah. Daniil Tarasov is the next uh, another Russian goaltender. Next, next guy in line. Yeah. You got to look out for him. Right. Um, they're, they're obviously teams don't like trading into the top five, but you you're giving up a huge amount of assets to get that. To get high up in the, in the you know in that top five of the draft, right? Especially this draft. This is a good draft. This is a really good draft. This is this is up there. This is probably one of the top five drafts in the last twenty years, I think. That's a hot. That's take. a hot take right there. But there's I think lot, it is. There's a lot of good players in this draft. I like last year's class a lot too. Yeah. Even though like Kako and Hughes did not do I as know, well as they should have. But yeah. yeah. But I mean, yeah. Last year you had Byram. Um, yeah, Doc. Yeah, uh, um, Turcotte, I believe, last yeah, year. Turcotte there, Zgrass. Zgrass was there. Uh, like, a lot of great guys last year. Yeah. This year, it's going to be really good, too. Like there's, a, there, like, there's a good player at 14th or 15th that Edmonton or Toronto could draft. Like, I could... Oh, easily. Like, I could see the Maple Leafs drafting some sort of, like, between Braden Schneider, Askarov. Yeah. Dylan Holloway, Connor Zary. Yeah, that's another pod. That's a pod for us. That's another pod, but it's just like there's a lot of yeah. options there at 14 or, or 15. Yeah. But if they want to be bold and they really want to go for it, yeah. they could trade into the four or five or Absolutely. third four or five. Absolutely, yeah. I don't know if Ottawa would be able to trade up first to laugh. I don't think so. I think Ottawa's going to keep their two picks right where they want because yeah. I think they're going to get the guys they want at those pl- at those spots. And we'll talk about that in another draft. That's another pod, part, yeah. That's um, but know. but it's really interesting with this flat cap. Toronto and Edmonton are really like the two teams that are really hit hard, especially in Canada. Yeah, yeah. Canadian teams, oh, absolutely. They're they're really hit hard in terms of the flat cap. A lot of loaded contracts on that team. Yeah. Um, even the Canucks, to a certain extent, are pretty well. They're gonna have a hard time keeping everybody. Everybody, they're not going to do it. I think they gotta figure out some things and try get. Again, the Canucks have a great prospect pool. I was, you know, talk to someone today. Look out for Pod Colson. Yeah. The the Russian kid, like he's gonna be, 
He's got some bad skill. I did not like that pick when it happened just because I thought this team like should be trying to win now and Pod Colson like you wouldn't see him for two years because he was signed to a Russian contract. Yeah. So I didn't like I didn't think that pick made sense when it happened. But we watched but him at juniors. He, him yeah, at juniors? yeah, he, he was, was stupid. He was stupid good. He was really fucking good. Yeah. I just didn't like for the Canucks organization that pick. At the time, at yeah, the time at the time. And who knows? Maybe I'm completely wrong. But Yeah. Um, you know, we really interested to see what free agency in the draft comes about in October. What that's gonna look like? Yeah, what it's, it's all gonna look like. Very uh, interesting time for it too, I must say. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So coming up, we're gonna do some awards, some Conn Smythe winners or predictions. Yeah, predictions. There's, I think there's so a guy, many. There's a guy in every team. I think we can just maybe you take the West and I'll take the sure, East, and we'll, so. we'll just rattle off the quickly names of guys that could win it. Markstrom and Hughes are my two guys in the Canucks. Yeah, that's to start. I think they're they've been, you know, without a doubt, spectacular. You could throw Horvat in there too. Um, Vegas has a whole host of names. Theodore, I think, is the consummate winner right now. He's sneaky good. People don't you know talk about him. And then Colorado, I think you can't look past McKinnon. McKinnon's just been all year. He's been good. I think I think he wins the heart personally. But again, that's you know, that's up for debate too. Um, and Dallas, Miro Iskinen, I think is my pick for there. For those guys, again, and this is all subject, you know, this is all based on who wins the cup and these still have two rounds of playoffs to go, but based on what we've seen so far, I think that those are pretty safe picks out of the West. For me, I think that's, you know, looking good and again, we'll see what happens in the East, but. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's take a quick break. I'm going to get to my picks in the East and we're going to, we'll go over eat everybody's picks together, uh, right after this break. All right, we're back. Uh, we're doing Conn Smythe Award winners. Um, I, I'm doing the Eastern Conference. Yes, you are, yeah. Uh, I guess I'll go through each team, how they're ranked right now. So Philadelphia, I'm going with Carter Hart. I mean, he's the goalie. He's a young stud. Um, I know you know some people would say Lawton, Lawton would get some consideration. Yeah. Kevin Hayes might get some consideration if he keeps playing as well as he has. Yeah. Um, if I had to get a vote right now from the Professional Writers of Hockey Association, Professional Hockey Writers Association, I think that's what it is, PHWA. That's the one, yeah. Yeah, if I, got a, if I got a vote from them, I would say it goes to Carter Hartford. If the Flyers win the Cup. I agree, yeah. Second seed, ta- Tampa Bay Lightning. If I had... <sighs> Tampa's tough. Tampa's tough. You know who... I don't know if he actually will win it. I, I do want to give Mikhail Sergachev some love. Okay. I don't think he's gonna win it, but there's so many guys on there yeah. that like you can make the argument for Kucherov, you can make the argument for Point, you can make the argument for Sorelli, you can make the argument for Vash, you can make yeah Headman too. Headman, you can make an argument for all those guys. Yeah. Um, uh, I I just I, I just want to give Mikhail Sergachev some love. I feel oh, like Mikhail Mikhail Sergachev needs to get a lot more love for how he's playing, especially with Headman. Yeah, um, they they've been. They've been fun to watch. I gotta say, they they're they're a good pairing and they're they're real scary. A really good duo uh, as a top line D pair Are they uh, with Hedman and Sergachev. But yeah. I I just wanted to give Sergachev a bit of love there. Yeah. Uh, Boston. Oh man. Um. You know, Boston's not an easy one to do. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Halak. Okay. 
It's not the right answer. There's yeah. no right answer with Boston no. right now. I think Boston's the least you, likely to win a cup of the 18. Yeah, Boston, I think yeah. so right now because they're just so far behind. You, you can say Bergeron and Marchand, and those aren't bad picks either. Yeah. I just feel like Halak just... I know the 7-1 game didn't look great and the 3-1 game didn't look great today, but if they go on a bit of a run here and Halak gets hot, he's a good know. he's a good candidate to get a, a con Smythe. Especially if Halak kind of carries the Bruins through. Yeah. For sure. What about uh, the Islanders? Well, with the Islanders, i got to go yeah. with Matt Barzell. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that kid's a stud. That kid's a beauty. We talked about him earlier. Yeah, we, oh, yeah. There's not a whole lot else to say except the kid's just fast. He's fun to watch. Yeah. He's talented. He makes plays all over the ice. All over the ice, yeah. I think the thing with the Islanders is that they're probably the most, personally, I think the most complete team with the, in terms of standout players, like, you know, the Islanders have the least amount of them, but I think, I think if anyone's to win it, it would be him, because he, to me, stands out by far and away on this. He's just so dynamic and just electric. I mean, I mean they're deaf guys like, um... Uh, I don't even know some of their deaf guys' names, but like Boulevard or Boy. Yeah, Bovillier's Bovo- uh, been really Bovo- good. Bovillier, it's been really yeah. good. Bovillier's um, been good. Kulak's been really been rock solid. Kulak, Adam Pellick. Adam Pellick. Let me say, let me just talk quickly about Kulak and Pellick. They've been talk their, about them. Their shutdown pair, man. They they torched. Um, who did they play the first round? They played Florida. Florida. Yeah, they torched the Panthers. Or the and the Caps too. I and guess. the Caps, they ripped apart. Yeah. Yeah, they they were, uh, yeah. Look out that those two guys. If they get up against Point and Kucherov, I think they win that. I think that's why I, you know, I think the Islanders will go to the cup, um, the cup final at least. And I think they're gonna lock down Point and Kucherov, and it's no match for the Lightning after that. All right. So just to recap, I'm gonna go with Carter Hart for Philadelphia. I'm gonna say I, I'm gonna I'll I'll say Sergachev, even though that's not the right pick, but I'll say Sergachev just sure. to give him some love. Uh, I'll say Halak for Boston, and I'll say Barzell for the Islanders. The Islanders, um, I'll pick on the East, and then we'll do Cup final predictions. Do you want me to pick my te- my consmites from the West too? Yeah, sure. What the hell? Because yeah. I with Vancouver, with Vancouver, it's probably Petey. Right. I would say Petey. Yeah. Uh, Vegas, I would say it's Ryan Reeves. Yeah. I think with like even though he, Reeves is not going to win it, Reeves or Leonard. Okay. Yeah. Leonard's like the, Leonard. Leonard's the actual like real pick, or Stone too. He's a candidate. Reeves has just been the like the perfect piece for Vegas, like perfect guy to oh, have absolutely. as an antagonist that yeah. just ruins other teams' nights. Um, Dallas, I'm gonna go with Jamie Ben. Okay. I'm gonna give my guy uh, Victoria, BC native and former Kelowna Rocket, Jamie, Jamie Ben, ben yeah. uh, some knowledge, some respect, some love there. And, like you say, Colorado, it's fucking McKinnon. It's got to be McKinnon. It's McKinnon. McCarr's been good, but McKinnon's been better. I think yeah. that's just it. Um, I'll just quickly run through my West picks. Uh, Ian's picks in the East, I'm pretty well... Uh, we talked a little bit about that. Um, the West, uh, Dallas, I'm pick, Miro Heiskanen is my pick. He might be the best defenseman in the playoffs right now. Um, that's a hot take, but I think, it's, I think it's true. Um... Colorado, you got McKinnon for sure. Vancouver, Mark Schimmer, Horvat, or Hughes. Even that Vancouver is a toss-up, and the Knights. I think Theodore is my pick for sure. Shea, their 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 top defenseman there. Um, cup final. Uh, cup final right now. I'm gonna take Dallas to come out of the West. Okay. I hate that because I hope it's either Vegas or Colorado. Yeah. 
and then Vancouver. Yeah. And then Dallas. Yeah. But you I'm going to come over. I'm going to say Dallas. Um, and then in the East, I'm going to say it's the, the Flyers. Okay. So, I, I, I know I'm giving up on my Islanders pick, but I, I'm going to say it's the Flyers just because the Flyers have been really good since we've come back to hockey. Right. With the exception of right now, like this has been the worst that the they've worst been. They've played, yeah. So Dallas, Philly is your pick. Dallas and Philly is my okay. pick, which is, I'm trying to think of any connection Dallas-Philly might. That's a, that's a, a rivalry in the NFL with between the Cowboys and the Eagles. It is. That's a NFC East rivalry. That's an NFC East yeah, rivalry, right. and that's about the only connection I can <laughs> think there. of right there. I'm going to go Vegas and the Islanders. Sorry, Canucks fans. I just think the Vegas Knights will win in, I guess, I picked seven games earlier. Um, I Canucks fans know they're playing with house money right now, right? Playing Vegas in the second round of the playoffs, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, sure. like <coughs> I'm, not, I'm not, like, I know it's disappointing when you lose because you want to win every time you play well, and every course. time you're in a playoff. Yeah. But you're playing with house money right now. Like that, like, yeah. and am I saying that because it's a Vegas reference? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but I, I think you are just, like, kind of overreaching, like, Overachieving this year to a certain extent, to a certain extent, but again, I think the you Canucks are, deserve to be the Blues. They played better. They, they better did the play better than the Blues and, and Minnesota. And, well, that. and you deserve like you are what you are. Right. Like you're a second round play. Like the Canucks this year are a second round playoff team. Like you are what you are. Right. Um, yeah. There, there's no hiding that. But Vegas and you got the Islanders. I have Vegas and the Islanders. I think the Islanders in the cup. All right. What about you? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Philly wins it all wins it all. Love uh, it. I don't know. I might be biased, but it's just like they've been really hot again, with the exception of like the Islanders series. And I could be completely wrong. This could all be completely stupid and like inaccurate by the time you know what what is it Saturday? Like in five days from now, this could be yeah. all completely wrong and completely inaccurate. Yeah, but that's the fun of the playoffs is that you never know what's gonna happen, right? So. You never know, and if they can just start better, if the Flyers can just start better against the like, this is not Carter Hart's fault. Carter Hart is no. not the reason why the Flyers are down two one to the Islanders. God no, no. So, uh, final thoughts? Any final hot takes? Any 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 people you want to give shoutouts or credit to that did, that we didn't give credit to earlier? Shout out to the Hockey Diversity Alliance. And and that's a good call. That's a good call. You know, for what the amount, again, they, the whole, you know, Matt includes Matt Dumba, includes Ryan Reeves, includes Nalan Kadri, um, Pierre, Edward Belmar, all these guys. Evander Kane. Evander Kane as well. That's a big, he's a big guy. All these guys have been, uh, you know, really contributing. I think they've been, they've made a massive difference already. And I really hope this continues. And I think I really would love to see massive changes in the social life of not not just North America but the world I think and in hockey especially it starts with the HDA and I think it's gonna grow and get better from there so that's a whole different pod and we could have done that right now I guess but that's a whole different pod about the hockey culture and what the HDA has yeah. done so far but shout um, out to the HDA they've done some great work that's that's a that's a really that's a really good shout out for what's gone on this week yeah. um Oh, who my shout out this week? I'm gonna go with ESPN hockey correspondent Greg Wasinski, who if you follow, I, I follow him on Twitter. Uh, I listen to their pod, and he's done a really good job of putting people. Like obviously, 
anybody can put anybody in their place online and just like you're wrong you don't know what's going on but he's he does it in a very like calm and like polite manner of like yeah. Try, properly try, explaining it. it pro- trying to properly explain it. Right. And trying to not belittle people and not trying to be on a, on a soapbox, but trying to get people to understand what's going on, why this is happening. Um, Greg writes some really good pieces for ESPN.com as, their, as, as one of their hockey correspondents. So if you get a chance to read them, I suggest you do. Um, as well as Emily Kaplan, but Greg Wyshynski has really got my love this week as just a really good hockey correspondent and not, he's not trying to put people down, but it's more just like, hey guys, here's what's going on, hey people, here's what's going on, this is what, you know, hockey is trying to do. Yeah, and especially in the the United States, being ESPN, it's a very different market there, hockey doesn't really get broadcast like it does up here in Canada, and I think it's really... Like, and I haven't really personally read any of his pieces, but from what you just said, I think he's done a good job of bringing that to life and giving... Trying to put that on the ESPN platform where yeah, there's a whole lot exactly. of people who are reading it compared to anything else that's going on in the States. Right. Um, all right. Uh, that's the podcast for now. Thank you very much, Scott. Any other final thoughts? Any other... You wanted to talk about your Bayern Munich squad briefly, but... Oh, yeah. So, quick shout-out. So, Hawks Diversity Alliance is my big shout-out. My little shout out, shout out to Bayern Munich for UEFA Champion UEFA Champions League trophy, beating Barcelona eight two, basically destroying that team, and to beat PSG one nothing in the final. My boys, Alfonso Davies is the goat. Hot take right there. Uh, I I'm glad that happened because I'm hoping Lionel Messi comes to Seattle. It would be a big mistake for Messi not to play for the Sounders next year. Um, all right, that's the podcast. Pod. You, thank you very much for listening, everybody. Uh, we appreciate it. We'll have more pods coming out pretty soon. Uh, enjoy the sports and uh, Black Lives Matter. I hope everybody can get that by now. If not, tough shit. Um, that that's the pod. Thanks for listening. Peace out. Bye bye. <laughs>